You're listening to the new Mutual Audio Network. Welcome home. The following audio drama is rated PG-13, suggesting that all children under the age of 13 should listen accompanied with an adult. Good morning and welcome to the Sonic Society, the world's largest showcase of modern audio drama. I'm David Alt, your host this morning. Jack Ward is off busily marking exams and finishing off his report cards. So this week we have a return to a gloriously produced series, Tin Can, with episodes 5 to 8 for your listening pleasure. And without further ado, our feature begins right here on the Sonic Society. My name is Gene Reynolds, and I'm currently the only crew member aboard the cargo ship Riley, docked with an automatic refueling station. The station exploded, killing all but one of the crew. Captain's log. Terran date. Captain Jen Prunty commanding the cargo ship Rydeen. We have arrived at the Nullius Independent Station with our new crew member, Engineer Simon Laurie in tow. Although we did not encounter any significant problems en route, it seems quite clear that the ship is in need of a skilled pilot. My chief engineer, Tasha Lavar, does not share this view, and has been working on a program to automate ship functions from the bridge, removing the need for a full crew. As brilliant as Tash is, I fear we do not have the time to finish and implement her work. Our mission here at Nullius is to find a pilot, and then put as much space as we can between us and the guild. Go ahead, Sai. We've docked with the station, Captain. Very good. I'm on my way. Captain. Tash, how is the automation program coming along? It's going well. I'd like to run a test program through the ship's systems to see if it works. Once we reach Delta Station, you'll have free reign over the computer. I could run it now while we're docked at Nullius. I'm afraid we won't be here for very long. Besides, I need your help finding a good pilot. You, of all people, know I can sometimes be a poor judge of character. (laughs) Charming. All systems on standby and locked down, Captain. Very good. You coming with us, Sai? With your permission, I'd like to stay on board the ship. Of course. Everything okay? I did a quick scan of the other ships as we came in just to be safe. And the firecracker is here. The firecracker? I didn't think Will would be interested in anything on Julius. We'll need to be extra careful. Keep an eye on the ship's eye. Also, keep me informed on the communicator of any ships arriving that might be of concern. Aye, Captain. Enjoy the trip. We'll try our best. I thought Sai would be happy to see us all, Captain. I'm not sure they parted on the best terms. STU Lagos, you are cleared for departure. I'm starting to wonder why I'm being kept in the dark, Jen. I know. 
Thank you for trusting me. I know how difficult it must have been for you turning your back on the guild just because I asked you to. Once we find a pilot and get to Delta Station, I'll tell you everything. If you would let me test the automation program, we wouldn't need a pilot. Tash, please. Just trust me a little while longer. Reynolds, please report to the simulation lab. Okay. Welcome to the Nullius Independent Station. The Nullius Independent Station not affiliated with the Space Terran Union or the Guild. Where are we heading? Simulation labs. Apparently the test pilots out here are pretty talented. We're getting a lab tech to fly the riding. Not quite, no. Captain Prunty! Oh boy. Be nice. Captain Prunty, what an honour to find you all the way out here. Tash, you too. How are you? Still fixing engines, I guess. (laughs) Glad to hear it. And is Sai with you, Captain? Not at the moment, no. I'm not your captain anymore, Will. You can stop addressing me as such. Force of habit, Captain. How's the firecracker? She's a good ship. One of the fastest. Though now you've got Sai on board, I suspect you're going to be able to challenge that. We can only hope. The guild's pretty shaken up by your departure. It was a surprise for us all. What caused the change of heart? You didn't go soft, did you? A better offer of employment appeared. Really? I'm not at liberty to say. In any case, it's nice to be doing some above-cloud transporting. It's much more peaceful. That's one way of putting it. Although it does mean the engines aren't put through their paces quite as much as my chief engineer would like. We should get going, Captain. Agreed. We will catch you later, Will. I certainly hope so. Thanks for that. For Captain, you're lousy attending conversations. Sai, everything okay over there? Hi, Captain. Just doing a bit of ship spotting. Anything exciting? There's a Nomad class just leaving. I hope it's in a hurry. Yeah, it'd be great to see those engines roar. Fascinating hobbies aside... Sorry, Captain. Have you found a pilot yet? Not yet, no. We were held up by a certain firecracker, Captain. Everything okay? He seemed very interested in why we left. Keep an eye on the firecracker. Monitor for any communications. When they scan through the docking computer, it'll look like we're recalibrating the sensors. Good plan. I'll inform you if anything changes. Let's get going. Reynolds, why the hell are you programming an afterburn jump into the simulation? I thought it might be useful to see how the ship would handle it, Mr. Foyle. Afterburn jumps are a dangerous and highly illegal manoeuvre. Why would you attempt one in a cargo ship? I, I don't know, sir, but surely such a circumstance should be considered a possibility. I mean, after all, when you're at the academy... Jean, look, I don't care about your academy training. While you're here, you do the job you're assigned to. Understand? Yes, sir. Afterburn boost. Academy trained. I think this is our guy. I need the reports on the new ship results. Slow day. What? Oh, no, no. I was, I, was, I was just curious. The engines on the standard cargo ship seem to have a lot more power than they ever really need. I just wanted to see what they'd be like flat out. Sorry. Can I help you? I'm, 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 I'm Gene. I program the test simulations. No, no, we're just passing through. 
Did I hear your superior say you're academy trained? Yes. Uh, passed about a Terran year ago. There weren't really any pilot jobs in Alpha Station, so I ended up here, I guess. You're a pilot? Yes. Well, kind of. Technically, I'm a simulator, but I trained as a pilot. It's in the family, actually. My great-great-great-grandparents were one of the first Natsworthy Skyrunners. Captain, something's going on. Excuse us. Oh. Okay. What's up, Sai? The firecracker has sent out a signal and long-range scanners are picking up multiple guild ships en route. You found a pilot yet? We're at the simulation labs. Sai, can you try... Jean, you fancy putting a custom-tuned cargo ship through its paces? What, like... Right now? I wish we had more time to talk about it, but we need a pilot, and we need one fast. Like, right now. Uh, I... What? I... I don't... Uh... Look, Jean, either you stay here and you get told off for testing out afterburn jumps, or you can come be our pilot and maybe get a chance to actually do one. Really? If you keep asking questions, we may have to. You in or out? I... I mean, I guess I'm in. Great! Time to leave. Sai, we're on our way. Do you need to say goodbye to anyone? No. Unidentified guild ship. Please transmit your identification data. Cargo ship riding. You are not cleared for departure. Guild ship firecracker. You are not cleared for departure. Cargo ship riding. You are not cleared for departure. This is Gene Reynolds, new pilot aboard the cargo ship Rydeen, making my first official log. It was something of a trial by fire. The ship's controls are configured slightly differently to the standard setup, and we had to leave pretty quickly, so I didn't really have time to settle in. It's a good ship, and the crew seem like good people. They're ex-guild, and they seem pretty keen to get away from it. The captain hasn't told me why we're running, but we're heading for Delta Station. I don't quite know what I've let myself in for. It it was an impulsive decision. I never make impulsive decisions. I, I don't know why I did it. I just hope it was the right impulsive decision. My hope is that once this mission is concluded, I can return to Nullius and... Okay.
In that episode of Tin Can, Elizabeth Clutterbuck played Captain Prunty, Rowan Burkett played Tash, Roger Best played Cy, Malcolm Rumbles played Captain Locke, Callum Ballantyne played Supervisor Foyle. The voice of the Nullius Independent Station was Rosie Doyle. Tin Can is created by David Devereaux. If you enjoy Tin Can, you can now support the show on Patreon. Thank you very much for listening. Would it have been worthwhile to have bitten off the matter with a smile, to have squeezed the universe into a ball, to roll it towards some overwhelming question? To say, I am Lazarus, come from the dead, come back to tell you all, I shall tell you all. My name is Gene Reynolds, and I'm currently the only crew member aboard the cargo ship Rydine. We docked with an automatic refueling station, which turned out to be some kind of trap. The station's been tampered with. The fuel cells are being overloaded. Can you stop it? We'll try. I reckon we've got about ten minutes before we go critical. To squeeze the universe into a The station exploded, disabling the ship, and killing all but one of the crew. I am Lazarus. Come from the dead. Come back to tell you all. I shall tell you all. They're gone. They're just... Gone. Trust is a difficult thing to find out here, especially if experience has shown it can be fatally misplaced. It's hard to let go of that. The Rydine is moving again. That's something. In the meantime, I guess here I am, floating in a tin. Something is in front of the ship. Uh, at least... At least I think there is. It's... Strange. It, according to the sensors, it's sort of... There and not there at the same time. It almost... It almost looks as though somebody spilled liquid on the view screen. I've done a few scans, but all I can get is this really strange radio signal that keeps repeating. I guess I'm just going to have to creep around it, I think. Hmm. Another problem of travelling through space on your own. You never properly know if you're actually seeing something or if... Or if you're going mad. What was that, Jean? Captain! Yes, Jean. Oh. Uh, what? Hi. Everything okay, Jean? Um. Sorry. Um. <clears throat> sorry, Captain. I. I don't. I don't quite know. Jean? Captain, I really can't make any definitive readings. 
Whatever it is, I recommend we stay clear of it. Acknowledged. We'll go the long way. Jean, seriously, are you okay? You seem a bit disorientated. I don't... I don't quite know, Captain. I feel a bit strange. I'll get Sai to fly for a bit. You head to the med bay and get Doc to check you out. Who? Doc, the ship's medical officer. Oh, of course. Sorry, I don't know why I forgot. Maybe don't tell him that you forgot that he exists. (laughs) Maybe. Sai, can I get you up on the bridge, please? I'm on my way. What? I can't quite explain it. I know that everything is as normal, but there's part of me that's... I don't know, shocked by everything. For some reason, I just couldn't believe it when I saw the captain. And I was confused when I heard you were on board, even though I know you've always been on the ship. Hmm. Sounds serious. Your vitals and brain patterns all read okay, other than the usual signs of overworking. Doc. Which I won't talk about today. Have you been sleeping? I I think so. It's, it's strange. It feels almost like there's, I don't know, two of me. And one of them is very, very scared. Almost as if all of this is wrong somehow. Am I going mad? Mad's a relative term, Jean. When did this feeling start? When we found that strange reading. I was scanning it and then everything started feeling strange and unnatural. You mean the temporal anomaly? Hmm. Have you heard of temporal displacement? No. It's a theory that tries to tackle the problem of what would happen were one transported to an alternate timeline. You know, a universe similar to our own, but slightly different. Y- yeah, I, I know, Doc. I know what alternate timelines are. Anyway, many have wondered if such a thing were to happen, whether or not you'd remember your original universe, or if all of that would be erased. What you're feeling may be an effect of that temporal anomaly. I don't understand. I'm saying that perhaps, when we pass the anomaly, an alternate timeline reached out to you. The theory of temporal displacement states that one's consciousness would be transplanted into a different timeline. But since we were just passing, it may not have fully displaced. So you're saying I'm lucky? That depends on which timeline you got. (laughs) Okay. What should I do? I'd like to put you under supervision in your quarters. If anything, just for scientific curiosity. Nothing like this has really happened before. Might get you into the history books. Or the asylum. Well, we can only hope. I'll send some literature on temporal displacement to your quarters. Can't you just... Prescribe me some sleep aids like a normal doctor. This way you might learn something. (sighs) Thanks, Doc. You're welcome. Jen, the station's been tampered with. The fuel cells are being overloaded. Can you stop it? I'm trying. I reckon we've got to the I'm on my way. No, we may need to leave in a hurry. Stay on the bridge. Do you know that any 
Am I intruding? Not at all. Tea? Wonderful, thank you. Trouble sleeping? Yeah. Been, been feeling a bit odd recently. Yeah, the double dark's starting to get to you. I don't know. I mean, I hope not. It was something we didn't quite consider when we first started out here. We? Humanity. We didn't consider that maybe we weren't really designed to be out in space. Then again, we weren't really designed to sail across the oceans either. Huh. I've never really thought about it. Neither did they. I believe it's called common humanity. And what does that make you? Hmm. I never really thought about it. Ah, so you are human. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's up? It's not like you to have to leave the bridge. Um, I'm having a hard time describing it. It's almost like there's someone else in my head. I keep getting flashbacks to things that haven't happened. Is it something to do with the temporal anomaly we encountered? Perhaps. I was meaning to ask, how did you know it was a temporal anomaly? My scans were inconclusive. Doc told me. I assumed you'd told him. No, I just said the strange reading was what triggered this strange feeling. Hmm. Doc's an odd one. Maybe we- Sai, have you gotten lost or something? I'm still waiting on you down in engineering. Ah, gotta go. Have fun. I'll do my best. Ah, Jean, how are you feeling? Doc, how did you know it was a temporal anomaly we encountered? You told me. No, my scans were inconclusive. Educated guess, then. What? Okay, look, whatever secret you're hiding can wait. Is there a way to make the displacement stop? Yes. How? Jean. Doc. Tell me how to stop the temporal displacement. Please. 
you would have to return to the temporal anomaly and then somehow go into it. It should readjust the timelines, but there's no way to know which one you'll jump to. You could very well end up in the other timeline you keep seeing. That doesn't sound very certain. It's difficult to be certain with time. Jean, could you report to the bridge, please? I'm on my way. Thanks, Doc. Reporting is ordered, Captain. It would appear our strange space anomaly has followed us. Yes. Permission to take the helm. I might be able to get a better reading this time. Granted. Sai, man the communications console. See if there's any nearby ships. Aye, Captain. Same readings as before. It's like it's there, but not there. Wait. Something's changed. Captain, something appears to be coming out of the anomaly. Captain, that looks a lot like... That's the riding. A heavily damaged riding. Captain, we're being hailed. Captain? Captain, I don't know what's going on. Jean? Oh, God. Captain, I'm, I'm the only one here. The, the ship's barely moving. I, I don't know what happened. What the hell is going on? Captain... I think I know what we have to do. What? You're not gonna like it. Just do it then. Jean, what are you doing? Sai! Yeah. He's locked us on a collision course with the other righty. Shut it down! I can't. He's locked it in. Tash, shut the engines down now. I can't. They're not responding to commands. Captain, what are you doing? episode of Tin Can, Elizabeth Clutterbuck played Captain Prunty, Roger Best played Sai, David Pello played Doc, Rowan Burkett played Tash. This episode also featured the voices of Katrina Allen as Captain Sirtis and Cameron Clough as Isaac. Tin Can is created by David Devereaux. If you enjoy Tin Can, you can now support the show on Patreon. Thank you very much for listening. Things end. That's all. Everything ends. And it's always sad. Everything begins again too. And that's always happy. Be happy.
My name is Gene Reynolds, and I'm currently the only crew member aboard the cargo ship Rydeen. We docked with an automatic refueling station, which turned out to be some kind of trap. The station exploded, disabling the ship. Everything ends. And killing all but one of the crew. That is almost sad. The universe is the way it is, whether we like it or not. As the captain always used to say. Our mission here at Nullius is to find a pilot, and then put as much space as we can between us and the guild. I did a quick scan of the other ships as we came in just to be safe. And the firecracker is here. The guild's pretty shaken up by your departure. It was a surprise for us all. What caused the change of heart? A better offer of employment appeared. We will catch you later, Will. I certainly hope so. Everything begins again, too. And that's what was happening. In the meantime, I guess here I am. Be happy. Floating in a tin can. What? No, 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 no. Yes, I know, I know, I know. The solar cells have burned out. I mean, it, it's my fault I was pushing them too hard. Looks like I'm gonna have to stay put for a bit while they recharge. Unfortunately, life support is off everywhere but the bridge, so I can't go anywhere. And the lights are off. It's uncomfortable. Well, might as well see if I can recalibrate anything. Computer, give me a ship-wide systems readout. Actually, maybe... 20%. Let's see if we can get a bit more... 45%. I'll... I'll take that. Computer, restore life support to normal parameters. I'll get the lights. So, the cells are still charging, but I've recalibrated them so they should, should, be more efficient. Which means I can limp home a little bit faster. Little victories. Little victories. Another ship. Computer, identify. I've seen that ship before somewhere. Cargo ship Rydeen. This is Will Locke of the Guild Ship Firecracker. Captain Prunty, are you there? They know Captain Prunty. Captain Prunty! Tash, anyone there? Guildship Firecracker, this is Gene Reynolds of the cargo ship Rydeen. The ship's been heavily damaged, we're in need of assistance. Gene Reynolds? As in the test pilot from Nulius? Yes. Well, used to be. I, I think so, anyway. Where's the rest of the crew? They're, uh, they're gone. They, they didn't make it. 
We'll begin docking immediately. <clears throat> Gene Reynolds of the cargo ship riding. The ship logs are ready to be transferred to your computer and I'm prepared to go into custody. What? Why am I taking you into custody? Have you done something wrong? Standard STU procedure. There have been casualties aboard this ship, an investigation is to be launched and I am to be questioned. Gene, don't be so absurd. We're not the STU, we're Guild. We're not so clinical and paranoid. Captain Prunty is not one to trust lightly. Come aboard the firecracker, we'll make sure you're okay and... Then we can talk, alright? Are you sure? You served under Captain Prunty. That alone puts you high in my estimations. We're on a skeleton crew right now, so we have quarters to spare. You can stay here. That's very kind of you, sir, but I can go back to the riding if that's Gene. a... I know I'm not your captain, but I'm ordering you to stay. <laughs> um, thank you, Captain Locke. Hey, call me Will. You knew Captain Prunty? Yes. Jen was my captain before I took over the firecracker. Actually, she helped me get this command. She had a very big sway in the guild before she left. It meant a lot that she wanted to use that to get me to where I wanted to be. Did she ever tell you why she left? No. I didn't really think it was any of my business. Under the circumstances. Hmm. Then I guess we'll never know. I served with Tash, and Sai was briefly on the firecracker before he joined the riding. I'm sorry, Captain Locke. Well, I didn't get a chance to know them as well as you do. Then I would say, Jean, that it is you who has suffered the greater loss. I'll be contacting the Guild to let them know what's happened. We're not on assignment, so we'll transport you to wherever you need to go. Are you contacting the STU as well? Jean, if you go back to the STU, you'll be put straight under investigation. I realise that, but I haven't done anything wrong. <laughs> I admire your faith in the STU, but I don't think they'll see it that way. What do you mean? Just trust me, Jean. You're safer with us now. Hmm. Computer, have the logs from the riding been transferred to the firecracker? In that case, begin transfer authorization Reynolds 0908011. Hmm? Oh, uh, come in. Am I intruding? Um, no. Come on in. How are you feeling? That's a complicated question right now. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I'm, I'm Jean, by the way. Ada. I'm the pilot here on the firecracker. Ada? I think I remember Sai talking about you at some point. Oh. 
What did he say? I don't... I don't quite remember. <laughs> it was something to do with, with being a pilot. A good pilot. I, I'm sorry, I can't remember specifics. Certainly sounds like so. Was he an engineer here too? Chief engineer. He's more or less the reason why we're the fastest ship in the guild. Really? Wow. I, I had no idea. I'm sorry for what happened. Really. Thank you. It's a testament to the crew that you were able to make it back this far on your own. Thank you. As strange as it sounds, I, I, I couldn't have done it without them. I don't think I could have done it. I didn't think I could either. I'm still not sure I can. I've been lucky. Ada, report to the bridge. I'm on my way. Let me know if there's anything I can do to help. I will. Thank you. It was nice to meet you, Ada. And you, Jean. Jean, everything okay? Uh, yes. I was just going over to the riding, check the progress of the log transfer. Any word from the guild yet? Not yet. We're quite far out. A response might take a few days to reach us. Do you need anything in the meantime? No, no, that, that's that's all right. I'm, uh, I'm just processing, I think. Of course. Well, you let me know. I will. Thank you. It would appear that it's over. I've been rescued by a guild ship, and the captain and crew have been very welcoming. It, it doesn't feel real. I want, I want to stop, and I want to just be able to grieve for everyone. But, but my, my brain is refusing to stop. It, it still thinks there's work to do. Captain Locke has informed the Guild of what's happened. Nobody has contacted the STU. I suspect I'll be asked to join the crew of the Firecracker. I don't have any problems with the Guild, but I know Captain Prunty did. Though nobody seems to know why. Or at least nobody is telling me why. But for now... I'm safe. Let's go from there. Computer. Thank you.
that episode of Tin Can, Malcolm Rumbles played Captain Will Locke and Julia Douglas played Ada. Tin Can is created by David Devereaux. If you enjoy Tin Can, you can now support the show on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Tin Can Audio. Thank you very much for listening. We defy augury. There's a special providence in the fall of a sparrow. If it be now, it is not to come. If it be not to come, it will be now. If it be not now, yet it will come. The readiness is all. My name is Gene Reynolds, and I'm currently the only crew member aboard the cargo ship Ridey. We docked with an automatic refueling station, which turned out to be some kind of trap. Cargo ship Ridey, this is Will Locke of the guild ship Firecracker. Captain Prunty, are you there? The station exploded, disabling the ship. Where's the rest of the crew? And killing all but one of the crew. We'll begin docking immediately. Come aboard the Firecracker, we'll make sure you're okay and then we can talk, alright? Just trust me, Jean. You're safer with us now. I'm, I'm Jean, by the way. Ada. I'm the pilot here on the Firecracker. I suspect I'll be asked to join the crew of the Firecracker. If it be now, it's not to come. I don't have any problems with the guild, but I know Captain Prunty did. Though, nobody seems to know why. If it be not to come, it will be now. Or at least nobody is telling me why. In the meantime... If it be not now... I guess... Here I am. Yes, it will come. Floating in a tin can. The readiness is all. Can I help you? Um, hi. I've, I'm having trouble sleeping. I, I thought there might be something here. Indeed there is. There's me. Have a seat. I'll give you a quick scan. Uh, Jean, is it? Uh, yes. Have we met before? I don't believe so. I haven't been out here very long. It's, hmm, it's just you seem really familiar. Hold still, please. Oh, sorry. So I finally had a chance to read those books on temporal displacement you gave me. Oh, brilliant! I didn't think you'd go near them. I knew it. What? Oh. It's... it's you! You... you were in that other place. Yes. Yes, that was me. Well, your vitals seem fine. Wait, 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 wait. hang on. You're not going to explain? Well... No. Who are you? I'm... Doc. Is that actually your name? In this reality, yes. So you can travel... between realities? Sort of, yes. So, were you responsible for my temporal displacement? 
Sort of, yes. Okay. Could you explain? Okay, so there are beings who can travel between realities. And these beings realized there were certain consequences for traveling into different universes. For instance... The temporal anomaly. Yes. In this case, I was in the middle of trying to fix it, and then you sort of drifted into it. Sorry to have caused you such a bother. But that doesn't explain why you're here. Well, Jean, you're the first person who is not like us to escape a temporal anomaly. And that makes you rather interesting. So you're looking after me. I wouldn't go so far as to say that. It's more observation. Any timeless advice? That would be cheating. Worth a try. Thank you, Doc. Anytime. Also, don't tell anyone. It's not like anyone's going to believe me. Am I intruding? No, not at all. Come in. I've just made a pot, if you'd like a drink. Uh, wonderful. Thank... <laughs> Sorry, just, um... What? Deja vu, I think. Um... Okay, haven't used one of these in a while. Oh, come on! Just... There we go. <laughs> Trouble sleeping? Yes. I think my brain's just catching up still. That's understandable under the circumstances. Are you on shift? Not right now. I've been having trouble sleeping too. Everything okay? Yeah, it's just... It's strange how... Never mind. Can I ask you something? Of course. How did you keep going? (laughs) I don't know. After the explosion, I sort of automatically started trying to fix everything. I think it was trying to get some sense of control back, I think. Then everything happened with the Lagos, and then I felt like I lost whatever control I'd come up with. The Lagos? Yes. It's a scout ship, do you know it? Not really, no. I have to go. Everything okay? Yes, I think I'm going to try sleeping again. Good night. Good night. Thank you for the tea. Computer, is the log transfer complete? Search all logs for Prunty and Display. Computer, 
Play log timestamp 090811. Captain Jen Prunty commanding the cargo ship Rydeen. We have arrived at... It seems quite clear that the ship is in need of Why a skilled were you pilot. From the guild, Jen? Our mission here at Nullius is to find a pilot. What did you find? And then out? put as much space as we can between us and the guild. Computer, play next log and list. This is Captain Willock. We're on our way back to Delta Station after putting the operation in place. We encountered an STU ship that we were unable to capture. After analyzing the variables, We've concluded that there is only a slim chance that the Lagos will try to use the refueling station before the riding. We are continuing to monitor the station for any signs of... Computer locate, Captain Lock, and display. Right. Ah, Jean. How are you? Whoa. Whoa. It, it, was, it was you. I don't understand. The the refueling station, the explosion. For the riding, specifically for the riding, everything. It was you. Yes. They were your friends, Will. I was under orders from the guild. It's still murder. Jean, you don't understand. The guild has plans, big plans, and Pronti knew that. She could have jeopardized all of them. Could have. You're justifying all of this on politics and could-haves. Jean. I don't want your reasons. So, are you going to avenge them? No. No. There's enough death in the universe without my adding to it. I'm going to leave. And you're not going to follow me. The riding is still crippled. Perhaps. But she can fly. Enough. Where will you go? You can't go back to Delta Station. The guilds know you're alive. If I don't bring you in, they'll keep looking. I know. Oh, well, what should I tell them? I don't know. Lying is your skill, Will. Not mine. Jean. Ada. You're leaving? Yes. May I come with you? How much did you know? What? About the refueling station, about the riding. In that case, I don't think it would be appropriate. Looks like it's just you and me again, old friend. Computer, begin undocking procedure.
In that episode of Tin Can, David Pello played Doc, Julia Douglas played Ada, and Malcolm Rumbles played Captain Locke. This episode also featured the voice of Cameron Clough as Isaac and Elizabeth Clutterbuck as Captain Prunty. Tin Can is created by David Devereaux. If you like the show, please consider becoming a supporter on Patreon, patreon.com slash tincanaudio. That's part two of Tin Can Complete. We're going to be going on a break for a couple of months, uh, but please stay tuned because we have some bonus content coming up. Thank you very much for listening. And that's this week's show. Be sure to check out all credits at our website at sonicsociety.org. You can contact us through email at sonicsociety at gmail.com, Twitter at Sonic Society or at AstroTour2010 for me, and through Facebook at Audio Drama Radio Drama Lovers and the Sonic Society groups. See you next week here on The Society. Thank you so much for listening. I'm David Alt. The Sonic Society is written and produced weekly by Jack J. Ward and David Alt, with original music by Sharon B. at SharonB.com. All features, interviews, and audio drama shorts are owned completely by their originators and provided to the Sonic Society by Creative Commons Licensing. The Society itself originates from Halifax, Nova Scotia, Canada. Thanks for listening. This has been an Electric Vicuna production. Hey everyone, it's Mark from Leap Audio. I'm here to tell you about something really exciting. July 24 through 26 of 2020, Halifax, Nova Scotia, we are gathering together in the world's first international modern audio drama convention and family reunion. Inspired in part by the living, loving memory of our dear friend Bill Hallwake, we're bringing together writers, producers, actors, and our fans for workshops, seminars, and even live performances. So join us, won't you? Go to madcon.com. That's www.mad-con.com for more information. I hope to see you in Halifax in 2020.